Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. Mary, we're back. I'm so excited because today we're talking Beyond the Castle, which I know. Uh, you were so nice to say let's talk about um, the book and different mm-hmm. things that that have been happening since the book came out. So Absolutely. one of the things that uh, for me, when I really thought about it, when you said, why don't we talk about um, the book, I thought about because I'm not a writer are you supposed to admit that when you have a book that you're not a writer I don't know well anyway no one's a writer until they write a book there you go or now you're a writer say everybody has one story at least in them one book Mm -hmm. in in them right Mm -hmm. but I just I had been you know working at Disney for over 30 years living my life and then people kept saying every time somebody would ask me to speak and I would talk about experiences they'd say why don't you write a book and then a friend of mine who works in publishing said why don't you write a book and I thought (laughs) well okay so I think my heart was as I would talk about my experiences at Disney and different things people would always really have this yearning where they felt like Disney was connected to happily ever after. Uh And that was something that wasn't available to everybody. And so one of my taglines that I love is that happily ever after starts today. And I Uh usually start by using that because, Uh you know, happily ever after isn't the end of the story. Um, Sometimes looking in the rearview mirror, we can see lots of happily ever afters leading to happily ever after, but there's many chapters, there's many parts to the story. So the book really takes experiences that I had in the 30 years of Disney, and I use those experiences or a story in each chapter to then, as a launching off point, to talk about things that I think lead to discovering your happily ever after, Mm. but starting today, not Mm -hmm. just, again, letting life sort of do what life sometimes does. And then you wake up and say, oh, you know, here we are. And I know we do the roller coaster analogy, but there is something to be said for, you know, a lot of our life is waiting in line and a lot of our life is scary and hills and thrills and times that were really up and then times that were down and Uh how do we embrace all of that in Uh totality and not just isolate on the ups or the downs because without a hill there is no thrill my favorite (laughs) roller coaster um, uh, saying so that was really the reason when you were saying Mm -hmm. you know why don't you talk about the book that was the how the book sort of came to be and why I felt passionate about you know getting it out there if it could speak to anyone so do you have a favorite story from the book that kind of 
connects both your life to your Disney life to this whole concept of happily ever after starts today? I think one that I'll, I'll answer the question using the one that people always get the most excited and, and the comments that I get back and that people talk to me a lot about are usually in one chapter that is to kind of summarize it, it's called, Are You a Princess? Uh-huh. But essentially when I um, was working at, at Disney on in the corporate offices and had a role with Synergy where I was trying to make sure that all the departments were working well together and that you know we were all on the same page, there was a lot happening around the princesses. And we had just uh-huh. come out of adding sort of the next generation of princesses, the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. And so in consumer products, the princesses were starting to appear all together, but in different worlds. So there were there was merchandise where you'd see Snow White and Ariel and, you know, let's say Belle from Beauty and the Beast, and they'd be in a situation where it, had to do more with under the sea with where Ariel would live <laughs> and uh-huh. it just felt out of context and and that they were losing their story and Roy Disney was really concerned about it and you know story is everything and the integrity and the in, uh-huh. the foundation and and characters you know Mickey Mouse can wear a costume but Mickey is Mickey and he he doesn't act in a way that wouldn't be true to Mickey and I think uh-huh. it's such a life analogy that at the very core (laughs) we are who we are now Uh we will be in different situations and different experiences and but you take who you are with you so we had this meeting that I'm sorry to make the story so long but it's just to set the stage you have to kind of get your head in this moment in time and we started to talk about what really constitutes a princess and (laughs) At the core, what's the princess criteria? And I really go into detail. I'm not going to, spoiler alert, give it all away. But um, if you read the book, and there's some things that might change over time, but the core, um, we talked about whether it was merchandise or in the theme parks that princesses should appear in their environment. You know, Ariel is in the water. Um, Snow White can get wet and as she's running through the woods she might get in the mud and whatever but she doesn't have fins like ariel and she's not going to be swimming in a swimming scene with a fin on and things that aren't uh, true to the core and the foundation and again things have evolved uh for instance since those meetings there's been other meetings and frozen um you know there aren't always princes with the princesses and there used Mm -hmm. to be like there wasn't ever a princess who ultimately didn't end up with a prince and those were some of the older stories with fairy tales that were told but that I wanted to set up that story to then say the rest of the chapter I talk about how that can really apply to all of us and that we have to know at our core and stay true to that who we are and so that's one that people ask me about a lot and um, I think is a fun fun part of the book that talks about Mm -hmm. who are you well one of the things I love about the book it's it's not just a Disney book it's really a book about life 
with the joy of Disney infused, which you are so good at. And when you talk about taking who you are with you, I mean, you also connect uh, when you were growing up stories. I mean, does, does one of those come to mind? Because I love just just your stories growing up and how you kind of connected the dots. Well, there's a lot of farm analogies in there. My dad's Uh side of the family, my dad was raised on a farm in Indiana. And so we would spend time there. And my family is still, you know, my cousins are still there uh, running the farm today. And I think there is so much wisdom in farm analogies and even the words themselves like cultivate. I just love the concept of cultivate. You know, Uh you plant something and you nurture it along and you cultivate it and it grows. And so I do tell some stories, you know, using farm analogies and things. And one of the chapters is really about looking beyond ourselves and outreach. And I talk about there was a tornado that um, went through this town in Indiana where the farm is and it did take down our family's barn and it destroyed a lot of the crops and and the bull got out and I tell this story but I talk about how the community and individuals came together and it's such a beautiful picture of we're better together and that Mm -hmm. we all work better together. And then I also tell stories about that at at Disney, where Mm -hmm. when you look at the greatest stories, they even include some villains. And I talk about (laughs) villains. And, you know, we all need a good villain. And really, villains are, for the most part, are just um, hurting folks that hurt others, Mm -hmm. and how to better understand that. And so, you know, I explore concepts like that sometimes through through a farm story mm-hmm. and then sometimes through Disney. But it, it's interesting you say that, Mary, about Disney because I think Disney's such a fun doorway to enter in because mm-hmm. we all have Disney experiences. You know, my mm-hmm. first uh, trip to Disney World with my family the year the park opened and the memories that came out of that. And then when I was on the college program and worked there, danced in the parades one summer. And, you know, so I've really, I like to say I've seen it from Main Street, you know, all the way to California in the corporate offices because um, there are so many facets of Disney and storytelling and things Mm. that people can identify with that I think are very uh, indicative of life and are a good launching off point to talk about that yearning that we do all have for Mm -hmm. Happily Ever After. And I think Mm -hmm. Disney brings that out in all of us. You know, people (laughs) want those great experiences and the, you know, People talk about like the first Disney movie they ever went to and mm. how they felt. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, a friend of mine always says the first time that they went into a Disney park, it's like your first kiss, you know, oh. it's you think of that moment and the sights <laughs> and the smells and all your senses come alive. The first time mm-hmm. I went was during Christmas and I'm Christmas mm. crazy anyway, but, you know, everything was decorated for Christmas and it was twinkling and glowing and and then the music and the and I just thought pinch me you know it was yeah. so magical and I think those magical moments again I don't want to 
talk too much about the Disney of it all because we can have those magical moments in our life, but sometimes we're too busy to know they're happening. Mm -hmm. And then other times um, we can actually be the creators of those. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes they happen organically. Sometimes we can fabricate those in our Mm -hmm. life. And sometimes it's just being intentional and not Mm -hmm. moving so fast. I'm one of my least favorite signs in the world and I hope I'm not insulting you and you have this bumper sticker on your car <laughs> but um, I don't think you do I'm thinking about your car but um, where it says random acts of kindness and mm-hmm. I just think the whole wor- word random makes me a little crazy cranky <laughs> because I, I think you know for kindness often times to happen hopefully we do it so much, it does become just part of who we are. But Mm -hmm. oftentimes you have to stop yourself and be very Mm -hmm. intentional about it. Mm -hmm. So I think we, oftentimes life is a little too random. (laughs) We let it be. Now Mm -hmm. things happen to us that we Mm -hmm. can't plan and those are random. Mm -hmm. But as far as, um, you know, magical moments and making dreams come true. And I think there are these great Disney uh, words and images and that we can have today and uh-huh. had yesterday and we'll have again tomorrow if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. Uh-huh. So I'm sure you've gotten lots of feedback ever since you released the book. Um, So, you know, what kinds of people are reading it? I'm sure the Disney people just kind of just consume it. Um, But and others, too, just because it's just it, it just is such a beautiful blend. But what what have been some of the reactions you've gotten from people reading the book? I'll give you one in each category that you said so. I get a lot of Disney enthusiasts, and and there's a internal kind of uh, nickname, Disnoids, people that are just like <laughs> super into into Disney. And um, you know, I'm a collector, and I like things. My husband, who works there as well, John, always teases me and says, "Can we have Disney free zones where we just <laughs> don't have to have Disney stuff everywhere?" So, um, but anyway, so. One of the times that I was giving a talk and it was a book event and people were coming, this person had been in line. She had been there for a long time. She couldn't wait to meet me. And so I was super excited and she came running up and she turned around and then she started to lift up her shirt. And I was like, okay, what is, what is happening? And then she she turned around. Well, it turned out she had this ginormous Tinkerbell tattoo that started like at her waist and kind of went up her back and it was Tinkerbell like flying and she said I was so excited to show you my tattoo and I was like (laughs) "Uh, oh okay and then she said um I don't know if I want you to sign something with Tinkerbell and then take a picture of it with the tattoo. Anyway, it was this moment that was just oh, a gosh. classic of people that are really into Disney. <laughs> so that that's my Disney moment. And then the I think the thing that surprised me that I've actually done a lot of now are business folks uh-huh. that have said not even as much personally, but just from a business standpoint, help me sort of um, boil this down and really make this in a way that the folks 
at work can do it. So I talk about lessons learned, my quick PSA, public service announcement. When you think about Disney and how it translates is you always want to think PSA, my PSA mm-hmm. moment, and it's P people, S story, and A attention to detail. And mm-hmm. that's really where I think mm-hmm. Disney has nailed it mm-hmm. and that we can take that concept. So it's always going to be about the people. It's interesting, over 75 percent of the guest comments are about the people and you think Uh it would be the rides the attractions the merchandise food but it's the people so that Uh doesn't ever change and I think as a business that's Uh really important to Uh keep that in mind and then story Um, again you know back to what I was talking about the princess is you know don't forget your story don't lose sight of your DNA and your foundation that shouldn't change you might update your logo you might you know, do some things like that, Uh but your story. And then attention to detail. Disney is just, they have cracked the code in the theme parks, definitely, and the films for sure. The attention to detail is extraordinary. Uh I mean, they Uh even have a paint color called Go Away Green that they use in the (laughs) theme park. And when you don't want somebody to see something, it's painted this Go Away Green color. So that would kind of be a question, feedback, some interactions that I think the book has really brought to the forefront that Uh people are really desperate to take some of that Um, I'm going to call it pixie dust. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the key to pixie dust is when you give it away. So um, I think, and then you really let other people fly. And I think that's what people Mm -hmm. have have latched onto is what can I take into my life or my business that can really help me? Absolutely. So where can people get the book? You know, anywhere books are sold. I mean, Amazon, you know, it's on Amazon. It Uh came out in hardcover and now it's out in paperback and the paperback version has some questions at the end and you can do it in a in a book group or a book discussion group which is always fun to I think read books and then discuss it with your friends Uh so you can go to um you know christianbooks.com amazon.com any anywhere books are sold Barnes and Noble carries it so um yeah it's a it's a nice uh if you have other friends that have Disney stories you can share your stories when you're together Mm -hmm. too which I think is always um, makes it more enjoyable so you may have already said this but I want to go back to it just because I just when if you if you kind of uh, summarize what is it you most want people to take away in reading this book and your stories if there what is that What's that one message that you hope the, the book uh, really portrays and shares with people? So it definitely where I started, Happily Ever After starts today, which, mm-hmm. you know, another way to say that is Disney doesn't own Happily Ever After. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's available to you. And then <laughs> have to circle back on the, the roller coaster, you know, enjoy the ride. Don't forget to scream. And then the right. last chapter of the book, I talk about um, don't forget the fireworks. One of my favorite words is celebrate. Mm -hmm. I just think um, we carry around life like it's so heavy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes life is heavy. So I don't want to be happy, clappy Disney girl like I'm living in la la land. 
But I think every day there are things to celebrate, celebrate things with our family and our friends and just strangers even and uh-huh. moments that are magical. And I, um, you know, it is just one of the favorite things. And I think when you think about fireworks, it's you've had this great day and you're doing all that and you think it can't get any better. And then just (laughs) when you think it is, you know, the sky opens up and the fireworks burst and there's colors and noise and, and some people don't like the noise of fireworks. So you can close your ears and, you know, and then it's usually set to some great music. And I just love that thought that Mm -hmm. we shouldn't forget the fireworks don't forget to celebrate um and and really to know that that can start today and Mm -hmm. to own that in in a way and embrace it I love that so some of the things that I just have loved what you've said today is you know taking who you are with you I think there's just that level of authenticity um you know i've always heard the the saying um comparison is the enemy of contentment so help us just be content with who we are and where we are um and that ties to your kind of happily ever after starts today it's it's where i am and you know as we tape this we're still in the midst of covid and people go well shoot it doesn't feel very fun and magical. But to your point, you know, we can make it um, a celebration and just be grateful where we're at. So I love this. It's a great book. It's got all of just Jody's energy and joy and wonderful life stories. So I hope uh, you'll take advantage of that. So as we wrap up today, it all gets back to the trail mix of life. So remember to keep mixing it up because life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate. Or the popcorn, my favorite. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts, so don't forget the chocolate. We're now on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We hope you'll follow us. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. And you can now find all our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Look for Trail Mix. If you like what you hear, we hope you'll subscribe.